Hey, what's up? Welcome everybody back to the chat. This is Transcending the Culture with me here with my co-host James. Tonight we have a special, very special guest uh, tonight. Want to hit in the name, throw it in there, James? Mr. Michael Finkley. Uh, what's up, everybody? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, James. Uh, as Schoolboy was saying, uh, as starting out, we have an amazing guest here on the show tonight. I'm always excited about just the people in general that we bring onto the show. But Mr. Michael Finkley, if any of you know exactly who we're talking about, which I'm quite sure that you do, you know exactly why we are smiling. You know exactly why we are excited. You know exactly why we are like really, really, really pushing about this show today. All right. And we are excited to bring him on to discuss everything he's working on, future projects and all that good stuff. And ask all of the what's what, who's what, all of the questions that you need to know. The who, what, when, where and why. Absolutely. Go ahead and bring him on right now. Mr. Michael Finkley. Hey, y'all. Hey. What's going on? I love that intro. I before. That was straight but, off the top of the head. Too. <laughs> I'm like, All right. What's going on? I am good. You know, just banging out, working. I always say this: I'm working and minding my business. I, absolutely, I, absolutely. I'm good at that. <laughs> I say that every day. Listen, man. I, Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I yeah. I just I I think I'm beside myself. Just you know, in terms of just joy and excitement, and just the whole idea of having you here on the show. You know, one of the big things that we really like to be able to do is bring on people who are doing the very thing that we love to do, and you know, of course, who are people who are inspiring so many other people to to do this. And like you've done so much with this business, and just looking at kind of where you started out. And I, I see them eyes getting big every time I say it, but I'm <laughs> No, it's it's all good stuff. You know, I still consider myself a rookie in this because there's always something to learn, right? Yeah. There's always something to learn. I'm, I'm self-taught. Okay. Um, you know, I when I started this during the pandemic, I'm like, okay, what in the world am I doing? How how does this whole lighting thing work? How do I invite people on? How do I poise myself? How do I speak? How do I should I, should I act? Yeah. You know, all this stuff. So um, I didn't follow a format. You know, I didn't have someone guiding me and telling me do this, 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 and this. Absolutely. I'm like, editing the what? What's the editing? What? What's the editing? <laughs> what are you talking about? Right? So it, it, it all came to me as time went on. And it's still coming to me because yeah. these ideas just come out from season to season from show to show uh, from event to event so i'm always still learning so thank you for seeing me like that as a experienced individual um <laughs> but i always see myself as i'm, I'm i just want to learn too i want to learn too so I think everybody just want to learn. Like when you first start out, like I, I fell into it, like just like you. I just kind of like right, right. One day I called into the show, and then all of a sudden, like I'm a part of a show, and it's like, oh my god, that quick, like out of nowhere, you just and it's just something that you 
fall into. Literally, I, I totally get that sentiment of falling into it. So exactly. And I, and I think, you know, kind of piggybacking off of, you know, what Schoolboy is saying, just as far as like, fa like falling into it, it is one thing that, okay, we look back and the pandemic was only but so far ago. So we look at, you know, the, the time that has lapsed since you went, since you got started and how short that time is, but then also just the idea of when people pop in on your show and they may not necessarily know a whole lot about you, but kind of the same thing that happened with me is they take a look and it's like, damn, like, 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 damn, this, like, this is good. Like, and it's cool because, you know, with, with so many people doing obviously content creation and so many mm -hmm. people stepping into media, everybody in the world thinks they're a journalist now. So it's like, you know, it's so many people that's doing it. And, and, and some of them say they, <laughs> listen, schoolboy school laughs, but we've had this very conversation. So, I mean, it's just when you see so many people doing it and, you know, just your ability to stand out in such a big school of, you know, fish that are out here doing this, like people look at you and you look like somebody that's done it for 15 or 20 years. Oh, bless your heart. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just getting into like even the people who have like the people who view your content and like yeah. the, the, the big names that are looking at your stuff, the Lavelle Crawfords. Like, I love me some Lavelle. And listen, we all do. But you know, the reality is, even though a lot of these big names they want they want to be published, they want people to follow their content. They're still picky about. Who they go to 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 get that content out there? Yeah, they, so like yeah. they're they're still calling on you and they're still picking on you and they're still looking at what you have to say and they're looking at that smile that you keep giving us every two or three seconds. Like that's like that's that's beautiful, man. Like like it's really really dope and it, it inspires me. Like I, I'm somebody like I I went to school for this and like I love this. So like it inspires you know the people like me that you know want to do this. So I I think it's dope. Oh, I'm too dark to blush, but I thank you for this. Oh, thank you. You go ahead, blush. I'm going to this powder. I'm trying. Um, <laughs> wow, that, that really does my heart well. You know, something that uh, I now love to do. Yeah. Um, and people see the, the hard work. They see the, the, the dedication. They see the love that I have for this now, um, people now are starting to catch on and say, who is this black man, right? That, 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 that talks to people or goes on red carpets or, you know, try to help it, try to help his community in any way that he can. Who is this individual? And I love to have these type of platforms just say who I am um, and why I do what I do. So I thank you for just the opportunity to, first of all, stumbling on my platform. Thank you for that. And just reaching out in the way that you all did to say, we want to talk to you. We want to talk to this dude right here. So I thank you for that. Thank you. Like, when did you know you had it? Like, because you. <laughs> That's a good question. Like, that like, was a great because, question. Because at, while you were talking, you said, now I love this. So, like, was there a period that you didn't love it? And, like, well, when did you know you had it? I guess in the sense of me finding who I am, right? Okay. Um, my voice. I found my I found my voice when I went to college, and I was always this shy kid that followed the rules and 
you know, and didn't cause any type of commotion. And I kept to myself because I didn't want to be out there. But <laughs> I had this advisor said that pushed me. You're going to do this. You're going to speak at this. You're going to do that. And I found my voice and I've been talking ever since. I've been talking ever since, maybe behind the scenes, but I've been talking ever since. And my mom was in radio for almost like 20 years in a hometown here in South Carolina. And I tell you, um, watching her do what she did as a DJ and interviewing different, because it was a gospel station, country gospel station. Um, and she interviewed different people that came into town and she did events and that kind of stuff to as host. And I'm like, I like this, but I didn't act on it. And then, of course, during the pandemic, this it's just all starting to kind of blow up from there. But it started in college and finding who Finkley is. Yeah. Once I and I continuously um, define that. Right. Because you learn something about yourself every day. It's right. like, I like that. I don't like that no more. Mm -mm. We ain't going to say that. We ain't going to say it. we like that. We'll put it on the list no more. But, oh, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> it's an ongoing definition. So, um, you know, it started from there. And like I said, especially when I started this show, I, you can't shut me up now. You can't shut me up. That's I feel that way about myself. <laughs> but, it, it's a, but it's amazing, though, like how that story, like, you know, as, as as much as that's like your story, that yeah. kind of, you know, in the sense like that real, that still resonates with a number of people. Like it, exactly. it resonates with Schoolboy. It definitely resonates with me because like I was that shy kid. Um, I was that one that did not talk, didn't want to like, in, in the sense, you think people don't want to be bothered or that sort of thing. Like I just, I didn't want to talk or I didn't want to talk about a whole lot of stuff. And it mm -hmm. probably was like the middle of college that, I kind of started finding my voice and it was like, okay, this, this, this is me. And this is kind of what I should be doing. And, you know, at, as, as after a while you start to realize that like, this is my happy place. So like, this is kind of where I feel safe. Um, I, I think it's dope, but I mean, but at least you also kind of had the backing as well. Like, you know, your mother was in this for over 20 years, like, yeah, what better picture to look at than you yeah. know the person who loves you the most and the person that you love the most. That's that's my girl doing this and and successful with it. <laughs> that is my girl. She gives me advice, like say it this way or project this way. Right. You know, growing up with a person that had that type of personality, you know, we had to speak a certain way, or we spelling and reading had to be our thing. So she that's how we grew up, right? We didn't have much. She was a single parent, and she we didn't have much. But um, it takes still that in us, my sisters and I, you know, it was, it was great. I didn't understand why we were doing it, but now I get it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, mama was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mama was right. Mm -hmm. If you could, if you could have your dream interview with anyone, who would you say that would, that would be? There's so many different levels to that. So... No, it is like at this level. Well, give me, give me your ultimate level. <laughs> um, I would say I would love to interview Tyler Perry. Um, we heard the stories many, many times before, but you have not heard the questions that I have in mind for him through my way. Um, so I would definitely love to just sit down with him and dig a little bit deeper, and that's what I do with my guests. You know, especially the you know the stars that come on, and 
you know, they may be promoting the movie or whatever. Yeah, we're going to talk about it, but we're going to talk about you too, because we as viewers only see you two-dimensional. We see you in our favorite movies and our, and our favorite sitcoms or whatever, but who are you really, right? You know, do you like bologna sandwiches, right? Do you do you cry at night, right? So what is your next biggest dream? Because you accomplished so much, right? So I get down to the nitty-gritty of it all. So I would definitely love to have that effect with Tyler Perry, and then we become best friends, and then, you know, we can go on about a little merry way that way. Um, but of course, um, and then on, <laughs> I would love to interview also Reuben McIntyre. Okay. My okay. mom, my mom instilled in us um, a variety of music, just one way. And, uh, you know, growing up and hearing, uh, you know, the, her lyrics in her song. I'm like, this lady has a story that she hasn't told fully yet. So what is it? I'm always curious. What's behind what the <laughs> What's behind that? have an interesting, very interesting life story. Exactly. It's yeah. very interesting. Uh-huh. So uh -huh. I, I'm like, oh, that's a good pick. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be thinking. I'll be thinking. I'll be thinking. Oh yeah, we'll start there and then we'll move up. And Oprah be like, come on, Finkley. I'm like, okay, come on, Oprah. Come on, you can come on to Obama. Michelle, you come again. Come on, let's go. Come on. Let's, let's talk. Let's have a conversation. Now, I, I think that's dope. Like, I, I for one think that that's dope. Um, you know, people used to ask me kind of a lot of times, like, well, who, who is the one person that you would want to interview? And it was never like, I guess, the, the, the quote unquote typical person. You know yeah. that, that somebody would think that oh well he wants to he probably wants to interview this person or you know he wants to interview the Obamas and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But I, I think it's cool that you really step kind of past like the immediate and you, you yes. people that you know that you that really are doing some big things out here and nobody really looks at the stuff that the Reba McIntyres have done for people out mm -hmm. here. Um, the stuff that like the Judds, like Naomi Judd and stuff like that, yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. Um, it's cool yeah. just to really get to know different, you know, different aspects of the culture and whatnot and how it all fits in and blends together. Exactly. And it's not just about the people that have a name, right? Absolutely. I'm walking into Walmart and I'm like, I can have a conversation with anybody um, at the Pico Wiggly. You know, I can have a, I can have a conversation there, you know? And, <laughs> Like everyone has that story, right? Yeah. And what I've learned is to everyone loves to be featured. Everyone loves to be, you know, in so many ways have that recognition. Like, you know, and I give them that space. You know, my name may be on it, but this is about your story. So that's what we bring. Now, what what gave you kind of the courage, like to push forward the way that you have? Because like what you do, like the average person can look at. You know, they can look at what you're doing and they can say, oh, that looks easy or I could do that. Yeah. But like clearly, like nobody, nobody, nobody else can be Finkley. So like what 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 gave you that courage to be able to do what it is that you do? You know what? I tell you, you know, I'm a very spiritual being. Um, you know, I love to have fun. I love to make people feel comfortable um, when they're around me or what have you. So um, I do it for the people and that keeps me going many times. Like we're going into season seven in a few weeks. Um, many times I just wanted to stop. And yeah, thank you so much. Hard work. 
like to be this far, like that's amazing. That's a, that's a long behind way over. I'm trying to be like you when I grow up. Oh my god, <laughs> be better, schoolboy. Be um, but it's it's a it's a, a lot of work goes into this. When I started, yeah. um, yeah, y'all know, you know, yeah, a lot of people don't uh, think it, but it, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot, a lot. Um, when I first started, and and then that goes into the. I, I, let me start at this point. And I get I get back to that point. I want to be rememberable. I don't I don't want to be a memory. So I tried to keep in contact with everyone I've interviewed. That's almost touching four hundred guests, three years, um, almost three hundred shows produced. So you know we do this by sending them Finkley swag or. Uh, when they invite us to different events, we we go and support them. We support them by posting different things. And my name is going to be always, hopefully, on your mind. Um, many of them, I have their phone numbers, so we text. Um, so that's how we keep in contact with them. So I want to be rememberable. So, and I feel that's a two-way street, too, because many of my guests, too, I put money in their pocket. I'm like, well, some people always come to me and say, we need this, that, and the other. Well, my, I can reach out to so and so, so I'm putting money in their pocket, and Absolutely. you know, um, you know, just just that that relationship, right? Building a relationship and going forward. Um, so that's that, and in, um, in that in that mindset, but that keeps me going. Um, I wanted to stop a few years ago, um, a few seasons ago. I really wanted to stop because I'm like, are people getting it? Are they really watching? Are they understand what I'm saying? And you know, do you get discouraged, especially when you you know you're putting your heart and soul into it? You right. know, um, especially funding yourself before the sponsors come in, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars. Oh, the money. <laughs> and besides the show, I'm an educator. You know, so I'm like, I'm an education. I'm like, we don't make that much. Yeah. So, but we're we're making do what we have, and so it's like, you know, we really wanted to stop. I really wanted to stop, but just something on the inside of me that won't allow me to, you know, and I got to keep going and talking and sharing these stories and stuff. Yeah. Um, literally, um, I moved back. I moved into my dad's house. He passed away, unfortunately, last year. And um, I moved into his house. I took over and I started renovating. And, and one of the rooms, I made into a studio. And I'm like, this is how vested I am, right? And to getting this out there to the people. So, um you know, that's what keeps me. The people keep me going. The people keep me going. I always say that I never want to forget. Yeah, the same way. I feel the same right. way. Yeah. Right. You know. I never. I never. And that's another thing I can say too. I never want for guests. I never want for guests. There's always somebody calling or texting or emailing or stopping me. I want to be on the show. I want to be on the show. I want to be. On the show. I'm like me. Bye now. We can work something out. You know, I've got a virtual assistant now. So, you know, send that information there and, you know, we'll, we'll get back with you. Right. You know, kind of just, so, yeah, the people keep me going. They keep me going. Keep me motivated. If there's, if, if there's like to- one thing that you feel like, because I know, as I know you said, you wanted to leave that imprint and that's super important. I want to leave that imprint on people. I, I want to be iconic. Like, I want people to remember the things that I did, not just the day that I left this earth. I want to leave that imprint. Mm. What would you say would be the imprint that you're looking to leave or what you would think people, what you want people to remember you by? How I made them feel. 
Yeah, I love you, James. It's not the only reason why when when you said that the only reason it made me think that is I was just thinking of the quote people people remember what you say they remember what you do but they yeah. never forget how you make them feel exactly and you have like I was gonna ask you like do you re, do you realize at this point why people love you and why people want to be on your show and why it's easy for you 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 don't want for guests like why is you know so seemingly easy for you because it's never easy but you know why are things running so smoothly for you it's that spirit and it's the way that you make people feel and and they don't get that know that they don't get that from the typical media so you can go to the nbc's or the abc's or foxes or you like you could go to all of them and they're not going to make make somebody feel the way that you make them feel and that's why they come back to you that's that's why Thank you, James. Sometimes we need to hear that, right? Because sometimes I get so caught up in the work of it all. Um, but when that camera turns on, you're going to get the authentic, genuinely Finkley. Um, so sometimes we forget that, right? In the hustle, bustle of it all. So thank you for bringing that, bringing that back to my remembrance. Because um, every time we turn that camera, we say a prayer. Like, I want whoever I'm interviewing, I want them to get something from it. I want to get something from it. And then people that are watching to get something from it. Okay. That's my prayer every time. Um, so thank you for that. That that did my heart well. <laughs> I think that's, that's when you, when you do this, I think people don't understand, like, just, I get messages from people that say, you know, yeah, the Instagram video you put up today, that, that made me laugh or, what you said that that the way you phrase that that's the way i think or you never know i had a bad day today but that one video or that one segment or that one thing that you did during that day or that episode of your podcast that did something to me to help me distract from the thing that i was going through that things look so small now compared because you made me feel good or you made me laugh and i think once you find that it just continues to drive that passion. And as long as people are happy, that's all you care about. Like half of the time, I don't even care about numbers or nothing. Right. I just want to make people happy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. I, I love the way you said that schoolboy because it's the, it's the impact. It's the influence, right? I have been turned down by so many different sponsors because they're saying you don't have the numbers, right? You don't have the viewership. And that used to mean the world to me. But I always say now that that will come. Um, my thing is influence. If I can make you feel better than the way you you came, then uh, I've done my job. I've exactly. done my job. So, exactly. That's absolutely. what makes you want to keep going is because mm -hmm. that one email, that one message, that one DM, that can make or break somebody's day. You know, I always... People say I'm so transparent and I talk and I interact so much with my people. And I like to interact with them because I like to, I like to know, Hey, if you having a bad day, like what you, <laughs> what you mad about? What made you mad today? And people interact off those things. And as long as you're giving them good energy and feeling good energy, they can feel that some days, even when I'm down, they make me feel good because they're interacting me with me and taking my mind off of what I think is a big deal. Then, you know, what they say, a big thing, a small thing to a giant, it, it becomes so small because somebody made that little thing of just saying, oh, 
high school, but that made me smile. Why you say that? You you crazy? I would, you know, and it's just like that does my heart so warm. So just knowing that at one point I wanted to give up, and I did give up, and I took a break, Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to do it no more. (laughs) But it's like something made me come back to it, and it was honestly the people. It was Mm -hmm. the people. I think a lot of. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Very quickly, you said something. You said you took a break, but you came back. Even in that break process, there's still something you had to learn to go to elevate yourself to the next level. So breaking is okay. Resting is okay. I take breaks. I take a two and a half month break in between seasons because I need to rest, right? Because I want to re-energize myself for the next big thing. That's okay, though. That's okay. I be telling James he need to rest too, but he don't be listening. Like, listen, I'm trying to get on his work life balance. Listen, oh. and and you know what that is. It it goes beyond just kind of the 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 just the you know the the overall importance. Like when you look at that work life balance, and it's crazy because Schoolboy and I have talked about this all day today, as mm-hmm. as far as work life balance, and it's it's beyond important. Um, one of the biggest lessons I got just out of this conversation alone. And like, I've looked, you know, obviously I've looked at everything that you've done. I've looked at shows now. The the cool thing that, like, I've been looking at your brand for a long time and you've been sending me emails and I don't even know, like initially how we connected, but I got your show because you've been sending me emails of your show. So I've been going back through my emails, looking at it. And, and that's that's how I, you know, really, really got hip to who you were. And then seeing that first show, it's like, wow, like this dude has it. Like he's been doing this for like 10, 15 years. Easy. Like this is where I want to get to. And then you then I really start looking into your story. And I'm like, damn, he just started with the, with the pandemic. Like that's only been like a handful of years. So that's number one. But I think the biggest lesson I got out of it that I think the average person will get if they look at it is finding purpose. Like you talk about those sponsors that you reach out to and they're like, no, we're not going to go with you or, you know, we're going to pass or that sort of thing. You already know what your purpose is and you realize that your purpose does not align with what it is that they, that they feel like they have to offer or what, what, what it is that they do. It's not to say that you won't work with them later, but, it's easy for you to keep moving on as they turn you down because you already know what your purpose is and who you want to reach and how you're reaching those people. And the fact that your goal is to make them feel better than what they did when they came in the door, that's not the average media persons or the media representative. That's, that's generally usually not the goal. Like their goal is to, to be in the limelight, like to, to be shown, to be seen, like to be in front of the camera, but like you're really trying to, to make something out of somebody and make somebody feel better and get them to that next level. Like that's always going to take you so much further and resonate with so many other people. You will not make me cry, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you will not do it. Oh, that's not like it worked. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Everyone needs encouragement, sir. <laughs> they do. They do. Everybody does. Everybody does. Oh. Everybody needs Good energy and, and encouragement. So everybody needs to hear that. Like you know, absolutely. and when you're making an impact on something, 
no matter the time period or you know how long you've been doing it it says a lot that means people draw to you they're taken to you they they love the energy that you're giving and you're giving them something that makes them happy yeah and that's all you want to do is just make everybody happy that's i know it. that's what i want to do that's like it. That's I mean, it. you know just just know that from me like like directly like directly from me like 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 you are amazing like I, 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 like you are beyond amazing. Like to be able to look at the production that you put together, like I already knew what you could do because I reached out to you. So I'm like, I already know what this guy can do. I think that he'll be amazing for the platform. Um, you know, we see that big winning smile that you have like on everything that it is that you're doing. So I'm like, okay, he's gonna be perfect for the platform. It would be really, really good to bring him on. But like, it's, it's, it's amazing for somebody looking at what you're doing, especially if they want to do this, like you make it look like it's so easy. Um, I think that all of us, and I, I know I don't speak just for myself, but I I know that it's a lot of work. It's a lot of hard work, and it's you know timeless hours that like you know an, enorm an enormous amount of time that goes into like making this all look good and making it a good production. So like bravo to you because. Like there's people looking at it and they're like, okay, I really can do this or I can do this from home. Like he got started a few years ago and he has this big winning production and he's doing it from home. Like that's so good to a lot of people who they can't afford to go to school. And like, there's still those people out there that they, they don't get the scholarships or they don't get the grants or they can't afford to go to school and do something like this, or they live somewhere off. Like, in a deep part of South Carolina and you know, they can't get to the New Yorks and to the Californias and that type of thing. Like I felt that's where I was some years ago, even though, I mean, I could have just picked up and moved away, but if you don't have that kind of money, you don't have family, wherever you feel like you want to go. Sometimes, sometimes it seems like impossible, you know, to the average person. So to be able to see somebody like you pull this together and really get it out there, and sometimes it makes no difference who who did it before. So like that's beautiful that you had, you know, all of the support from your mother who has, you know, clearly done an amazing job in this field. Sometimes that don't really matter because a lot of us, we get out there and we still make our own way anyway, regardless of who we got in the family. Really? I got some people in my family that's doing the big who really could get me out there. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, mm, I'm gonna do it myself. So yeah. I get it. I, I get it, man. I like I get it. I get I think that you're amazing. I know schoolboy thinks that you're amazing. I see her see her smile as I'm talking. Um I'm just grateful that you agreed to come on this platform because like schoolboy and I, we work the same. Like we are building, we are building our own trajectory and we're building our own way and we're making it happen for ourselves. Naturally, with help from you know some different areas, right? But ultimately, like this is this is our show. Like we're doing this, like, and you know, we follow behind the amazing people like you, who are like putting this stuff together. Um, how do you decide what's next? Because, like, you know, that that's kind of the general question that a lot of people will ask you is, well, what's next? What you got? What? But but how do you decide? Because I would imagine that there's many things that are coming your way, and you kind of have to balance and juggle and figure out, well, which one should I do and what should I not do? Yeah, like I said, I'm a very spiritual individual, so I pray. Um, you know, there are opportunities that have came to me, and um, even with networks, um, it didn't feel right. Mm. So 
I don't do it. I've been there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like no, and I, I thank goodness. I'm, I thank God that um, people are looking, people are watching. Um, but you know, I still want to own my own my <laughs> brand. Um, <laughs> it's my name, right? You can't have my name. Right. Um, but there are individuals that assist me, um, that put me in the rooms that, um, or conversations that I desire to be in, you know, so that's always in the work. So, um, what's next? Um, season seven is coming up, you know, we take it by <laughs> season by season, episode by episode, um, September 25th, um, we're on CTR media network. Um, where um, the viewership is over 350 million to uh, yeah. over a hundred right there. Right, there. right. So we're making an impact along with the other persons on the network. So um, I'm excited about the new season. I'm excited about the new conversations. Um, I want to do some things. I'm back in my hometown, so we want to do some, do some things there with businesses. So. Uh, we're trying to feature businesses on the show and trying to get them out there a little bit more. Um, you know, it's all about helping others, right? It's all about helping others. And so I'm excited about that. So, and then if that next biggest thing come and over comes, like, think, come on, and, you know, we can have that oh. conversation and things look right. <laughs> so, but yeah. Get your money. Amen. <laughs> my, my mind is always open to new opportunities, only if it feels right. If my spirit agrees with it, only that. Um, but yeah, you know, I I, I love it. Um, I have to go back to what you said before because it reminded me of a story, and um, <laughs> I had to laugh at it, but then I had to think about it. And I'm like, well, I am I am expiring to be at that level. So I I interviewed this artist. He's a rap artist, and you know, Grammy nominated. You know, all the kind of good stuff there. Um, but again, telling his story and. He was talking with Chris, Chris Rock's brother, Tony. Um, they're good friends. And he was telling me about the conversation. He was saying that, hey, bro, you know, Tony, I got to go to the, I got an interview coming up on the Michael Finkley show. And Tony's like, okay, cool. That's what's up. So when are you flying to LA? He's like, what? And Tony was like, when are you flying to LA? And he's like, no, no, no. It's a virtual thing. It's a, it's like a podcast that he's like, oh, he's like with a name like Michael Finkley. I, I assume that you're going to Hollywood and being on a set. So I, when he told me this, I really laughed. I'm like, oh gosh, really? Um, little old me. But when I thought about it, I'm like, well, that's what I'm aiming to do, right? Overall, yeah. to even have a, a bigger impact. Um, you know, when it comes to that type of platform. So mm -hmm. I was very, um, I was very pleased, you know, um, with, that, <laughs> with that type of talk. But, you know, if other people see it, you know, um, it will come to pass um, in its own time. So um, that's what's next to to continue to have these conversations and to, and to in, inform, to educate and inspire, to influence as well as many people as I can. Uh, my team and I, we work hard. Uh, we don't do things just to do things. We do things with a purpose. Mm -hmm. So um, we really want to just be influential. I may not have the the numbers yet, but I tell you, the influence is there. It's there. I so. think. I think like you you say that you know 
making an impact, I wholeheartedly think that you are the impact. Like, like you, you are that impact. Um, and, and, and sometimes it's, it's, it's really presentation. Like people, people tell you all the time, presentation is That's everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have, you, you have a beyond amazing presentation. So that's why, you know, people like the Tony Rocks or whoever it may be. It doesn't even have to be anybody that's, you know, that high a level of success. Like it, whoever it is, like they look at you and they see Hollywood. Um, you know, whether it's the lights behind that name, the Michael Finkley show, mm-hmm. or whether it's the smile that you give, you know, when, when, when you talk to them. You know, maybe it's, you know, the education that we hear in your voice, like when you talk and, you know, he, he, he's, he's very like, like, like people, people get it. They listen to you and like they get who you are and you resonate with them. Like you resonate with their spirits. You are that impact. Like you're showing people that, hey, this can be done and I can do this my way and I can be amazing at this and I, and I can do it myself. Like that really... That was a lot of my goal. Like, you know, my to this day, a lot of times my mother thinks I'm crazy because of like the way that I, the way that I, not just the way that I push for what it is that I, that I want to do, but perhaps the road that I travel to do it. Because I mean, listen, I've gone to school. I have the degrees. I've gone to grad school. I've done all this different stuff, but I don't want to work for them. I, I don't want to work for them. I want to work for me. I want to I want to build my own brand. I want to have have it myself, create it myself, build it myself. I don't want to be told what I have to ask this person when I go in and do an interview. And that's what I'm going to get when I go and work for like the you know the the big names. They're going to tell me, "Well, this is what you got to ask, and this is what people want to know." And this is I don't care about all of that. Like I want to touch on something that I know it's going to resonate in their heart and in their spirits and make them feel better because yeah, I want to make my audience feel, feel amazing and feel better than what they did when they walked in the room. But I also want to make my guests feel better than what they did. And a lot of times like they're hiding shit, like they're hiding it and they're trying to cover stuff up. They are trying to cover life up. They want us to think that, Oh, it's the glitz and it's the glamor and it looks good. And I make it look really amazing. But then at the end of the day, their lights might be getting ready to get cut off. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Or might be something might be going on with their kids. Yeah. Um, like, listen, we all like we all go through the worst of it. Like it, it 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 looked good to a lot of people, but it's a lot that go into it. Like, mm-hmm. I know that schoolboy has had her experiences. I've had my experiences for sure. Lost jobs, jobs I quit, <laughs> like bills that 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 keep on coming up. And like it's it's a lot that goes into it, but when yeah. you find that purpose, which you clearly have done, like when you find that purpose, and then you help other people find their purpose, and like you helping other people in their in their real lives, in they in their real everyday lives, like that go beyond anything else, man. Like I feel like I've known you forever just by looking at those videos that you have sent me in my email. Like when I first looked, I was like. Damn, he's been sending me these emails for a long time. Like, let me check this out. And then I finally checked it out and I'm like, wow, like, I don't know what rock I've been under, but I've been under one because like this, like this dude is the truth. 
like this dude is really the truth. If you're trying to do media and you really want to do this, Michael Finkley is somebody for you to look at and for you to emulate. And like, because he got it, like he really got it. The networks are looking at him like, who is this guy? <laughs> so like, bravo to you, man. Um, you know, I know we've given you a lot of praise in this video and in this conversation that we're having, but I, like for me, it's more so because I love media. Like I, I love, if I had to do this for free today, I would absolutely do it. It wouldn't be no second guessing. I wouldn't care what nobody else was talking about. I'd just go find me another little job on the side and <laughs> make sure I could pay my little bills and buy some food, put it in the refrigerator. And then I'll still be doing that media because like, I, I love this. And in life, it's about finding that thing that you really love and that brings you that joy and that happiness. Then the money gonna come to you. Everything else is gonna come. Those numbers are gonna come to you if they ain't already there. Because for real, for real, I think you got the numbers already. But you know, you telling us something else. I think you got the numbers. <laughs> but but like bravo to you because I like all bullshit aside. Like I think that there's it's a lot of people, young kids, like who are looking at you and like they loving what you do. Like they loving what you're doing and like they know even just from this conversation alone, like. I can do this and like I can reach the level of the Tyler Perry's and I can talk to these people that I want. Like I've talked to some amazing people that it's like, how did I pull that off? And somebody think I went to Hollywood to make it happen or went somewhere else. No, I was in my mama kitchen. Uh well, yeah. Damn. right, right. <laughs> I mean Kelly Price, my first interview. I guess I, I guess to ask for those that are in content creation currently yeah. or that are <clears throat> I guess for me I'm gonna use my own self as an example okay. so recently um you know I was working this job and then the job decided to you know lay me off but I was in this I was I'm still in the space of like I just don't want to work for nobody no more and this truly is my passion no I don't have a sponsors. I don't have the money right now. Yeah, um, I still am applying for jobs, but my heart is not in it. What would you give someone in my position that advice? Because sometimes I just really feel like I know this is my purpose and I just want to do my purpose. I don't want to sit down nine to five and clock in to somebody and I'm just not happy. I've got, you know, it's just not me anymore. It doesn't fit me anymore. And I've done it and done it and done it and done it and done it. And it's like, yeah, you know, you got to have the benefits. You got to have the health insurance. You got to have the money coming in because you have to take care of home. But you realize, like, this doesn't make you happy. What would you say to that person in that that crossroad? Because many of us just... It's, it's kind of like it closed the, do the door closes because we won't close it, but it's like God closes it for us. And then now you're in that point of, okay, one thing is the thing that I love is not making me the money, but I don't care that it's not making me the money because it makes me happy. What would you say to that content creator in, in that moment? Right. So I, I have to take a chapter from my own book and this is what I say to them, you know, through experience right? The job funds the dream, right? So we always have to remember that. And what we have to learn as well is that 
um, patience, right? We have to wait. It will get there. You will get there eventually. Okay. So we can't be hard on ourselves and, um, but no slack off, keep working, keep grinding, keep networking, um, keep posting, keep, um, asking people to subscribe, you know, you're going to stay on your grind, right? Even, in right. My, even on my nine to five, I'm still doing, um, fakely stuff. I hope my I hope the employer not looking, but yeah, <laughs> um, you know, I'm still doing Finkley stuff, right? Um, I am emailing my team. I am saying, okay, uh, we need this done and that done. I, I'm booking where well, I'm assisting booking guests and, you know, um, all that kind of good stuff. So the, the job funds the dream. So when you get to that level of where the dream can fund you, and and the 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 thing that you're doing within that dream, mm -hmm. that's when you can leave. Right. That's when you can leave. But until you get to that point, the job funds the dream. Always remember that it's only temporary. It's not going to last forever because you have a passion in you and on you that won't die. Right. That you right. know that if I, I need to get this out to the masses. Right. Someone's going to see it or I can apply for this grant or whatever they may look like on your end. The job funds the dream. It's only temporary. So keep that going. Let that let that encourage you along the way. Because eventually you're gonna look at me like, oh my gosh, my dream is my dream is now funding me. Oh, <laughs> let's go. Let's make this happen. Let's do it. Let's do it. But always keep that in your mind. Always. Always. And that's that's easier said than done at times because we have those days that we're human. We have those days. But I'm telling you, you gotta keep going. You gotta keep going. It's it's, it's only temporary. I think that that's, I think that's amazing. Like, I, I think that that's amazing advice. Um, even coming from somebody who has theoretically left the job mm -hmm. because the reality is I still do things that basically take the place of the job so mm -hmm. that I can still try to find the passion. So mm -hmm. like I, and schoolboy knows this, we just, we talk about it all day long. And schoolboy is teaching me, even just in today's conversation alone and other events, that that work-life balance is beyond important. Yes. So, like, it's really, really finding Very that. Important. And, you know, again, finding your purpose, you know, finding your passion and, you know, just really continuing to push for that. Um, I think that all three of us know that we got it. Like, like we got it, like, like, we, like we got it. So it's really just, you know, perfecting that and, you know, doing what we do. But I love this man. Like I, I love the ability, you know, one of the things that we said we wanted to do with this podcast is to welcome people on who are doing the same thing that we loved to do so much and really helping to shine, you know, an even bigger light on what it is that they're doing. Like you are essential, not just to the world of media, man, but you are essential to the world. Like the smile that you have, the personality that you have, the spirit that exudes when you when you open your mouth and you start talking. Like the world needs that. So that alone was reason enough for us to invite you on to transcending the culture. So I, I would imagine that, you know, anybody that has been watching this broadcast agrees like you have that spirit like you have that personality that you know everybody wants to see that everybody loves that people want to emulate 
Like they want to be in a place of happiness and, you know, feeling good. Um, you know, we got people commenting here, like people definitely watching, like they're loving what it is that you offer and that you bring to the table and God makes it all happen. Uh, yeah, God makes it happen. So thank you. Like, thank, thank you for coming and gracing our platform and, you know, bringing us that sunshine and that, listen, if anybody needed the sunshine, I kind of needed it in the moment. So don't you shake your head like, no, no. <laughs> I needed it. <laughs> no, I needed it so bad. So thank you. Like, thank, like, thank you. You, you, and, and that alone, you just fixed the whole situation. Like, oh. it, 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 at least in the moment, you just fixed the whole situation. So thank you. Thank, thank you for being who you are and for bringing that to our platform. Well, you're very welcome. Like I said, I love, I rarely get to do this. Um, on other person's platforms, but um, I thank you for the opportunity once again. Um, I don't want to leave, but um, I know you have other things to do and talk about. But, um, but thank you. Thank you for reaching out and thank you for the encouraging words. Thank you for the inspiration because sometimes the encourager needs to be encouraged. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we do. And we do. And and I just want to, I wanted to blossom and show, show that you know, there's other content creators, there's other areas that sometimes we don't even look at, you know, um, especially as black creators. Sometimes we only look in certain sectors or certain things and certain genres. And there's so many other things that y'all can watch and so many other things. And I and I just love the way you approach your show and how you interview and the questions that you ask. But you really get to the human side of people. And I think that is What's so missing from some, you know, it, it's easy to, I tell people all the time, it's easy to talk about the gossip and the, the, you know, what's on the blogs, but to really sit down with someone and say, you know what, aside from all that fame, all that fortune, all of the things you've done, all of the stuff, you know, you've experienced in life, what makes you happy? Like when you wake up in the morning, like, what type of toothpaste do you use? You know, is you on Sensodyne or is you on Christ? You know, what is, you know, you know it, do you like coffee? What, you know, what do, do you like peanut butter and jelly or do you like bologna sandwich? I mean, there's so many just regular things that I think we don't highlight the human side of celebrities. We Absolutely. always look at the negative or the positive that they might get in an article here and there, but we never ask them like, truly who they are and i appreciate you doing that with your platform because you get to see that side that probably mm -hmm. the only people close to them see that we just see what's on the the glitz and the glamour and what we see on the red carpets and what we see you drive and when you go to nobu and when you do this and you do that but when you're just by yourself what do you do you know who are you as a person and I appreciate your platform just just highlighting that because we we need that those positive things that we very we very rarely even you know put out there as the stuff that we see it's always something negative. So the fact that you decided to go that positive route, I think we need more of that for the culture. And I just appreciate you gracing our platform because that is what we want to highlight in the culture. Hey, let's go. Let's let's just do it. <laughs> let's do it. Let's work. Whatever I can do to assist you all going forward, definitely call on me. 
you know, because where there's no competition, listen, sure no competition, there it's is enough money for everybody, it's enough to do, and we ain't got a competition, we ain't got a uh, you know, hate on this one or hate on that one, it's all love. And that's, that's what right. I really want to show is I, I just want I want to give love. Yeah, that's right there. Like it's Definitely. I love how you said schoolboy. I love how you said like it's room for everybody because it is like I people think I'm crazy because I never approach it from like a competition mm-hmm. standpoint. I just I just don't. Number one, because I'm safe and secure with who I am and what it is that I offer and bring to the table. So nothing that I do is based on anything else that somebody else did or, you know, some some other platform that somebody else has. Like I do my own thing. Like half the time I'm not like half the time I'm not really watching a lot of other platforms just because I don't want to be in this in a space where I'm emulating like something somebody else is doing or where I'm like copying something somebody else is doing. So a lot of times That's why I don't watch other people. Like I try to I try not to. Yeah, like I'm kind of in my own space a lot of times because I'm kind of creating, and I mean schoolboy will tell you I got a million ideas for another million. Like I, I have all kinds of ideas and all of that kind of stuff. And schoolboy is and, and that's that's the that's the beauty of a team is mm-hmm. that schoolboy is not only telling me, but she's helping me to see, and it don't matter how long I've been doing this and what side of the business I have in place already versus what side she's doing. We all can teach each other something else. So like she's teaching me not just the work-life balance, which I have worked on forever in the day. Like to today alone, the stuff that she did bought me at least four more hours in the day. <laughs> so, I mean, it was just like, you pay attention to that kind of stuff, but I don't base it, I don't base it on competition because like I said, I'm safe and secure with who I am and what I do and what I bring to the table. And I know that nobody else does what I do. And they definitely don't do it the way that I do if they do what I do. So there's a reason why people have continued to come back to me and why I'm able to get the opportunities that I get and why I'm able to be as creative as I've been, you know, to kind of build my own opportunities. I've been on that trail of building my own opportunities since 2003. So like, this, this this ain't no joke, man. But I, I think that, you know, it's beautiful what you do. Like, it's, it's beautiful what you do. I appreciate you wholeheartedly. Um, you. you know, the thing with me and guests that I connect with and that, like, I like to build those relationships and actually bring out the human side as well. Because at the end of the day, these people are human. They got other stuff They're going on. They got other stuff going on and they got life happening and people are passing every day. And it's a listen, I don't care about none of that other stuff. I just want to see the human side of it. And I build those relationships. I do a radio show on the weekends. And it's like, you know, when I bring people in, the one thing that I tell them is, listen, when you come here to the radio station or, okay, I got you virtual and we're doing this, like you are family. And like, when I say that you family, you family. Like, I don't care about nothing else. You could be walking down the street and you could be like, I got something to say and I want to get on the air. Come up. Like, cut the red tape. Like, we don't have time for that. I don't have time for it. And I don't work in places where there's plenty red tape. I want to cut the red tape. Like, I want you to be able to come up and feel at home and feel welcome. And maybe we just want to talk to you 
to see how did you make it through this experience and how are you balancing while you don't have an album coming out and you don't really have anything to promote but we just want to promote you like the human side of you like i don't really care about the other stuff that's going on yeah we want to promote your project when it's coming but on the same token like how are you living how are you surviving like how what are you doing today that can relate to this person over here that's struggling and they like to get yeah. and they don't know where they're gonna go mm -hmm. like you know that's when you know you've made an impact you know when you know when you can reach those people who got all this other stuff going on but they take a minute to watch the michael finkley show on their phone before they before their phone get cut off or mm -hmm. listen are they doing it on wi-fi because they don't have no, you listen people going through all kinds of stuff so exactly. we appreciate you man we realize what we have in you and that's the key is realizing what you have in people and we realize what we have in you i thank you like i consider you family like i like i'm, I'm looking for you like you are family you can't get rid of us i don't care what you do you oh. i'm gonna be hanging on to your ankle like no no <laughs> let's go let's go you know we are family <laughs> and family do for one another he I said it school boy he said it i hope he was recording that <laughs> oh now she looked like the crazy one that you like <laughs> oh my word i love this i love this oh my word I, you know, like that like this is this is like truly this is amazing to me and i i, I know schoolboy is loving it um these are the type of experiences that I like to have, like on my yeah. platforms, whatever the platform it is. Like I, I like people to be able to open up, have a good time, want to come back, and you know, know that they were genuinely loved when you know when they came onto the platform. Like it's not about trying to push a product or anything. Like we want to push you exactly. and you know show the world who you are. Exactly. So exactly. where can they find you? Oh. <laughs> all right so where can they find it yeah we're on social media of course instagram facebook um uh what linkedin twitter uh everything michael finkley show uh you can't miss us you see this mug it's it's me um but um if you didn't catch that also on youtube as well um definitely on youtube like i said season 20 season seven will be coming out on the 25th this month um, again, our CTR Media Network and also all of our other platforms. Uh, we air on Mondays at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you can watch us on YouTube and you can listen to us via the CTR Media Network, also on the podcast platforms as well. Um, but if you missed any of that, just go to our website, michaelfinkleyshow.com, and you'll see all of our outlets there too. Um, again, Thank you for this opportunity. We're excited about season seven to make more of an impact for individuals. Yes. Um, September 25th is right around the corner, y'all. Remember, Mondays, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Two days in. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so 23 more we days. We appreciate you. <laughs> we appreciate you just blessing the platform and just coming Absolutely. through and just giving Absolutely. us something positive tonight. And y'all make sure y'all go check out Michael on Every little piece of platform, y'all download it. Subscribe, subscribe, like everything. Share it with your mama, your friends, your baby mama, your baby daddy, your side piece, and and all the whole family. Get everybody in on it. You know, we need that. We, you know, just come on, support Michael. Yeah, the side piece too. Yeah, side piece too. Do it right. Side piece too. Everybody gotta get in there. Everybody. Everybody.
Absolutely. Thank you so much, man. Uh, thank, thank you to your team for lending you to us tonight. Because I, as somebody in media and that has so many different things bouncing off of each other when it comes to like, you know, breaking up your time and your availability and that sort of thing, like it's a lot to pull an hour, hour and 15 minutes, hour and a half out of your time. It's like that's 20 things that I could have had done in that time. So like I, I absolutely get it. Um, yeah. I like I love it. I appreciate you so much for kind of you know blessing the platform. You know we definitely want to have you back in the future um, when you feel like you have that time. Um, we definitely maybe we can come on over there to your show. Listen, because I was going to say that you have a standing invitation. You have a standing invitation to the Michael Finkley show. Okay. Um, so I would love to see some stuff as well. So we're gonna talk about all that offline. Okay, we'll talk about that offline. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which which way would you like to take this schoolboy? <laughs> I would like to say thank you, Michael, for coming on and definitely get back with us so we can bless, you know. Bring us on over there to the platform. You know, I ain't scared. You can ask me all the questions. I'll tell you all my business. I, I, I'm transparent. I don't hide nothing. So listen. I hide nothing. So you can have it all. All right. All right. Y'all recording this because y'all heard that. Yes. I have yes. I have free will. You have free will in the name of the Father, the Son, the and the Holy Ghost. You, you got free will right there. Free will. Listen, make it happen. I we, we we both are ready to share. So, all right. <laughs> Thank y'all again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mike. Thank you so much, Mike. <laughs> Listen, like as excited as I get about people coming onto platforms that I do and like coming onto shows and whatnot, like it was so much excitement behind that. And I think just because of like my love for media and like my my and my whole love like for this business and like all that it entails and all that we do to, to really make it all happen. Like, I love it. So like, I, I appreciate him coming on. Hold up. Chef Don Don. Now what you talking about? I, by the way, you screen recorded this because I be blaming you. <laughs> what do I blame you for, sir? Now, now, cause we had talked earlier on your platform and now you going to come over here and show out. Now don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Come here and show out. You know, gotta get you on the platform. That and see you. See. Listen, listen, if you listen. come over here, you are gonna have to act like you got some sense, Chef. Listen, Don we need Chef Don down in here. That's what it really is. You, because I dropped the link so you could go and come on in. Since you want to blame somebody, telling your business. Oh, I did tell my business over there on your channel. I oh. did. Oh, I did tell my business over there on your channel, and I'm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> mm, never again will you get my business again so you won't get it again so you, so you, so you, you told some of your business too so you know so hey. you spreading business out here hey that's what they say I, I, I don't know <laughs> unless, he, unless he got some info because well, like it's on his page so I can't lie about my, my business being told because it is on your page recorded I feel like you need to drop a link to Chef Don Don so we can figure out what's going on here. Now, Chef, you don't come up here with that um, energy and, and you done messed around 
We got topics to still talk about tonight. Absolutely. Um, hopefully, James got them all written down because if he don't, then. I, I, I absolutely do. <laughs> if not, I would, my mod, can you give that to Chef Don Don? Oh, I think I can DM it to him too. While I'm doing that, then can you figure out what topic we're supposed to be talking about? Because I can't. Well, I think first uh oh we kind of broke up there for a second i can't um, remember which one what topic was first well i think the first one that we were looking at was ll cool j and uh you know all you know him him, him kind of taking off on the stage you know talking about the uh the legacy uh rappers and the legacy uh you know messing up the hip-hop legacy What about LL Cool J and Hip Hop Legacy? No, he's just saying that. that. No, he's just saying that. Um, you know, a lot of the rappers of today they're kind of messing up the just the the legacy of hip hop, the you know the overall legacy of hip hop. And I think a lot of it really just centered around you know the fiftieth the fiftieth anniversary of hip hop, and you know obviously the shows that he's been doing out here. I mean, you need to blame the industry. I mean, in all honesty, yeah. the industry has changed. I mean, there is no more artist development. Um, we gotta be honest. Like, what's really been, you know, what's what's really being shown? You know and what I I'm saying? And you say artist development, and I think that's really the key to a lot of it. And that's a topic or a conversation that we've been having for a long time now. Um, on air, off. You getting food? You, you better be lucky. You getting food too? <laughs> and you should have got me a plate too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Harold. Well, what's happening? I don't want to take away from the show. I'm here to listen. All right, but you you still messy in the comments. <laughs> I'm here you know, to listen, but you messy. That, I think that that you know, obviously, that artist development is a really big piece of it. Um, it is. I mean, artist development is a really big piece. I think the music is not as quality. You know, absolutely. you got you got a lot of stuff being remixed. That's I think that what that little boy with the with the uh with the waterhead. NLE Chopper, he remade <laughs> Nelly's Hot in Here. And I, I I was sitting here like, what is this garbage? And then Nelly talking about it. Well, it's good. No, because you got to check. That's why it was good. Right. And you already sold half of your catalog. So don't, the hell, that could have got sold in the bunch. Yeah, I just, you know, we, we talk a lot about artist development. And I mean, I obviously think that it's sorely needed. Um, you know, nobody really goes that route anymore, but a lot of that is chalked up to the direction of the industry too. And, you know, when you look at technology and just the fact that a lot of people, Chase the algorithm. Do, yeah, you know, a lot of people can just kind of do their own thing out here too. So everybody's not necessarily going through the labels and whatnot who are, you know, who are offering kind of that artist development, um, you know, overall development piece. So we're glad um, you enjoying the, like, the do show. You, thank you, Norris. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, it's so like I, I guess would, will you get that piece back ever? I don't I don't I don't know. Well, I'm I mean, not I say never say never because I think we do have the ability to get it. There are artists out here that's actually doing it. Um, mm -hmm. and that are like people are gravitating towards it because they it's being missed, but they're bring they're providing it. 
So I think it, it still can happen. And you still got artists that really do have talent. Now you have a lot of producers, writers, singers, you know, they used to be in the background now are coming to the foreground. So mm. that's that's something, uh, you know, different. What you think about, I don't think we put it up there, but I want to talk about Diddy and him yeah. giving everybody they masters after <laughs> all these years. I don't know why I just feel like I feel like it's an ulterior motive. Like, I feel like it's something else to it. It's not just... See, everybody keeps saying that. Even Twitter was saying that. I don't think it's just a... I don't think it's just a... Oh, damn. I want to get total. They masters back. Like, I because I, y'all should be getting y'all money. And Mace. And, like, y'all should really be getting... It's not that. It's something else to it. Um, because somebody said Mace, it might be because... I think somebody on Twitter said it's, it might be because people want to... Uh, he want a tour mm-hmm. and he want to make a big tour like I a bad boy that. tour and then I he can, can also that. take some money off the top but yet I'm going to let you perform your songs and now you're going to want to perform because now you get your money like kind of like to help boost their streams I, 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 can, I can see that I can absolutely see that and that just makes it seem even more shady now now that you say it like that but yeah I can definitely see that because <laughs> You know, it's one thing that he did this big old tour, you know, some a few years back or whatever. But I just think that, you know, when you go to 75% of his artists, they all have something negative to say. So, you know. 75%, to, to, I want to say 99.99. Well, well, I was being nice. But I just think that a majority of them have something negative to say. Like, and even if they don't really have anything to say, like, where are your Carl Thomases? Like he, they say he doing shows. So um they say, I mean, I, I don't I think well his baby mama put his business out there. Uh I think she said he was getting like 20 or 30 K a show, but that's I mean and they say you know, I don't know. And I, Chef Don Don said there's no proof he gifted everyone with a masters, it's none. It I'm, is on that, I'm on that part too. It's really no proof. It's, it's really no proof. I mean, when I hear total, um, Faith say she got biggies, uh, Lil Kim say she got hers. Like when I see the old from back in the day say they actually got their paperwork, that's when I will believe it. Cause yeah. I just I don't I don't know. Did he be on some different stuff? And I just think that <laughs> yeah, like you said, he be on some different stuff and. I just, I listen. We all we all see a lot of stuff, and we all have our own opinions. And I just think that it's an ulterior motive to it, in my opinion. I just think that it's something else to it. Um, it's not a lot of there's not a lot of good for a lot of the people that he has worked with in the past to say, um, or at least they don't feel like they really have a lot of good to say. And then you look at, you know, past acts that he's had that still want to be out here. Uh, what's up, Chris? Hey, thank you for thank you for popping in. Um, you have you you have people who still want to be out here, so it's like, why are you not really helping them get out here? Like, and I don't know the whole backstory. So I mean, you know, you obviously have like the totals, you know, who they may I mean, still you got all of bad boy over yeah. the years. I mean, from their early nineties to. Her, to hell to the last what set of making the band people uh, uh yeah. day 26 and 
and well making the band the band and then you had um when he redid it and he did it with day 26 and then danity came mm. i mean diddy has completely done this to everybody but yet you holler black excellence all the time that's what irritated me about him um but again it's like i also have to use the logic piece in it these people would not be millionaires billionaires and other that stuff, if they did not use the same tactics that were used for many years with 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 you know um, <laughs> with uh, artists, so it ain't nothing. New. Yeah, I know he got that new album with all his back artists and all that, and you know, I just I, mm. next subject we can go on from him because I I could get on him all night and just be reading him, and I don't have time for that. So. There is a rumor going around, and I say rumor because there's no factuals to this, and it is about Tamar Braxton potentially or potentially being a real housewife of Atlanta. I'm going to say, what would you think about her being in that capacity on the show? Now, mm-hmm. we all do know Tamar has current smoke with Candy Burris. Um, um, it is due to the comments that Candy made some months back stating that, you know, Carlos King that does all of his, um, he does all of his YouTubing out of his, uh, current closet, um, with his shoes levitating in the background, uh, that he was trying to take all of, um, take, you know, all the credit and all the glory for the biopic that they were going to do with Escape. He was going to be, you know, it was, there was an issue with him doing the biopic of them. Candy was not cool. I don't know if it was a numbers thing, money thing, whatever. Tamar decided to insert herself, as she always do, and said she agreed with Carlos King that he would he, he didn't do all that, yada, yada, yada. Carlos ain't never really spoke on it, but he in the closet speaking on Roa every week and critiquing it. So my question to you, James, is what do you think about Tamar on it? Um, my immediate answer is no. Um, okay. I think that, I don't think that, First of all, when you think about the human aspect and just people in their everyday lives and just living, I don't think she really belongs on any reality, but, um, you know, that's another story. Um, Damn. I just think that I don't think she I don't think reality is good for her. I don't I'm not going to say that she's not good for reality. I don't think that reality TV is good for her. Um, And it's bad because. On one hand, like I dig Tamar, like I like Tamar. I listen to the music, like I I like I like Tamar. I wish she would just shut up and sing, but that's just that part. Um, I like Tamar, but it's always some kind of drama or something. It's always something. So I mean, you know, whether she, whether she feuding with Candy or whether she feuding with Tank or whether she feuding with like, it's all it's always something. So I don't know. I just don't think that she's necessarily all that great for the platform. I mean, when you think of, okay, they want somebody on there that's going to be full of drama and they're going to, I mean, I guess in that sense of it, I guess maybe to a lot of people, she might be good for the platform, but 
might ruffle candy's feathers maybe i understand see i would try to use that as a point um so harold said like i don't look that deep into like the the issues that she and candy had because i just don't i'm not gonna say it's fabricated but i just don't think it's really that deep like with her and candy like that's some shit that could be cleared up at the snap of the finger like I don't. I don't see it as really being that deep. I doubt Not it. I, I doubt it. It's not going to be cleared up because it was. It was. It was about to be physical altercation. That shit ain't going to be cleared up. That's. That's just not going to happen. Um, Harold uh, said, "I don't think. I don't need Tamar on Roa. The folks are only calling for her because they don't like Candy and want Tamar to make her work for a check." Um, I absolutely agree. Um, I think people I are. I've been watching Roa since season one. Um, I kind of have. And I know, I, and I have not faded in and out. I have watched it even when it sucked, even when it was good. Absolutely. I still watched it. Um, so I'm going to say, as far as Tamar trying to activate Candy, I don't think Candy would want to give Tamar the satisfaction unless Tamar really like got underneath her skin. I don't, I'm not going to say Tamar is not good reality TV. If you messy and it feeds your messy side and the messy side of me, it would feed me. I would want to see her just, just to see how Candy's interaction would be with Tamar. If there could be a reconciliation, if it could be cool or if it's just going to be messy, that's really what it would be. Um, Other than that, mm, I don't know. I could take it or leave it, but there. Roa wants stars, and that's what they want. They honestly don't want to go the route of looking or really diving deep to find other influential people in Atlanta with money that are not connected to entertainment. I think that they just they 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 want stars because they figure the stars are what's going to bring in the ratings. I see that. Yeah, so Chris I, Maxwell says Candy is worldwide. <laughs> what does T is she still on Roa? Make it make sense. She's selling them. She keeping the she keeping the lights on at Blaze and OLG yeah. and for every other business that she has. It's a good marketing tool for Candy. If you if y'all y'all know how Candy is, she's about that bag. It's a good marketing tool. Yeah. So you know. Um, Chef Don Don, you over here agreeing with her? Oh, y'all be messy. Now I'm on my Twitter. I, mean, I, messy. Can, I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily need her there. I mean, I can see it happening. You know, obviously for what you said. I mean, it's it's gonna feed the messy side for a lot of people. So, I can I can see them. You want wanting to bring her in, but I just don't see the necessity or the importance. So what was next that we yeah. were gonna talk about? I, I couldn't I even. Yeah, I don't. I don't see that side of it. Um, I don't even remember what, what we was gonna jump on next. I think we were gonna. Oh, let's jump on the most hot topic uh, that's really been trending in culture this week, which is Erica Mena and calling Spice a blue monkey um, on an episode of Love and Hip Hop, which mm-hmm. aired this week right it's very decisive it's one of those things it's really got black twitter divided i'm i'm gonna be honest with you um you have a lot of people you have a lot of actually black women this is really shocking to me that are defending erica mena and that said well spice said something about her son um by saying you know your son doesn't like you or doesn't love you my son does 
why you're mad. Erica Mena proceeds to flip the table and call her a blue monkey. She's um, she also then, you know, makes um, monkey noises um, all the way to the cars. She's exited out of the building. So we've had a lot of people sound off that have been on Love & Hip Hop all week. Some of them sound ignorant. Uh, you had Lyrica Anderson that said, well, uh, Erica Mena should not have been fired today. Mona Scott Young actually did something about love and hip hop for once. She fired Erica Mena. She fired her for, you know, um, <laughs> using a racial slur. Um, some people feel like some of the talent on love and hip hop Atlanta feel like, why should she be fired? Um, little Scrappy, um, the man that got all the women in his life fighting over him, and he is taking his hefty bags to everyone's house to live with them because he can't be a man and pay his own damn bills. He says, well, you know, the producers put you in these situations. They have you fight, and um, they, that's their fault. So she shouldn't even get fired. So, 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 so she has no accountability for what she says because somebody put her in a situation. Well, that's the, that's the narrative that he's using and other people in Love and Hip Hop, also Lyrica Anderson is using, you know, well, it, you know, it's no bets off. It, well, you can't control somebody when you're arguing. So it's no, it's no holds bar because we're arguing and we're going back and forth. So I can, if they say that to me, she had a right to say that. You got stupid Akbar V, who's still running around here begging Nicki Minaj for a freaking feature. She is on internet sitting up here talking about, oh, I just have a question. Don't cancel me, but I need to know if, if because I'm black, if I call somebody else a black monkey or a blue uh, or, or any type of monkey um, and I'm black, then. Um, uh, you know, am I wrong? Because black people call each other that all the time in arguments. I don't know who the hell she arguing with, but ain't I nobody mean, I ever didn't argue with. I, I ever thought to call somebody a damn monkey. I never, I ain't never heard it like that either. But that's it's 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 amazing how we. Do you feel as we're cherry picking? Because I saw, um, interesting jerome trammell make a tweet and he basically kind of said now everybody want to march and hold hands because somebody called a um because erica Mena called a black woman a monkey but it's selective outrage because she uh she said that but what is what you know what is the big deal they were arguing so why everybody want to have selective outrage in, in, in march right do you I think just black think people that. are having selective outrage with this, or are we are we should Erica Men have been fired for the racial slur, or should she have been able to stay on Viacom VH1 Love and Hip Hop platform, though she said it and took no accountability? I just think that <clears throat> what they what they particularly should have done, I can't tell you that. I don't think that no. they just should have, I don't think they should have fired her because a lot of people have said stuff on Love and Hip Hop. Like a, a lot of people have 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 said stuff on love and hip hop, and I'm not saying that any of it is right, but I'm just saying it to me it is selective outrage. Um, Joseph, he's actually cool, but I just think that it is selective because like why all of a sudden now is it a big 
like they had to have come down on Mona Scott or whatever for her to come down and all of a sudden just I mean honestly it's going to be Viacom it's going to be the network it's going to be the yeah. advertisers when you say anything yeah. problematic nowadays and you're sitting on somebody's platform and it's a major platform they're going they're going to want an apology but and I think if you're that, not going to apologize for it and you don't feel no remorse then but like you know, even like Listen, we can say what we want about Scrap, and we will. But I, I just think that he makes a very good point because, like, they they created a lot of this shit. Like, they said, okay, up. okay. Now, I, I'm sorry, I gotta call bullshit. Go you get on the reality TV show. We know 99.9 percent of that shit is scripted nowadays. Absolutely. In the script that they give you on this scene, while you sitting here arguing with somebody, that's like me saying, "We got a script, James." We in the restaurant arguing about it, and I go very off the script, and I call you something derogatory. Then you call me something derogatory. How the hell production make you do that? Absolutely, I got. I'm with you. I'm I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you 100. You then, you is that not in the that's not in the script, is it? Absolutely. But then also the question come the question becomes, it didn't air live, so it did. They played it. Yes, it did. I just it aired think. on the network. So you, so here's here's the thing. Okay, as a network, a lot of people say, "Well, the damn network is wrong because we wouldn't have never known that she called her that had they not aired it on national TV to millions of households." Right. So, do you fault the network too? Do you fault the producers, the network? I, Who I do you fault? I fault everybody in there. I don't think they should have fired her. I just, I don't think they should have fired. I mean, I saw I saw it going around saying that, oh, fire her and all of this stuff. To be honest, I didn't think that they really was going to do it. So when I saw it, I'm like, well, as soon as I saw it, I sent it to you like, wow. OK. So do you feel OK? So if you're saying that she shouldn't have been fired for it. I don't I don't think that she just should have been outright fired. I mean, I would have I mean, whether they took her off of the show for a minute or whether they removed. I don't think I don't know that I just would have fired her. Um, there, there obviously needs to be some accountability for what was said. Like you can't say that somebody made you say it. Okay, so Harold said there's no way to justify this. I'm sorry. We can be battle cats all episodes long and hurl insults back and forth, but for you to immediately resort to a racial slur is hella shaky for me. I hear you. Okay. I hear you. Yeah. And Chef Donna, Donna is right, but Jane, she has a pattern of this, which i.e. there were things that were floating around the blog. Her saying things to bloggers, I calling them monkeys that were also African American. She's also called Johnny Blaze, who used to be on the show, a yeah. monkey. So yeah. she has a history of this. Yeah. I don't know, you know, and, and reality TV shows, even though they're produced and all that, they're contracted workers, they do have HR people there. Absolutely. And so I, I don't know if anything was written up ever in HR in regards to. Her comments has anybody complained about her personally outside of the show or dur during the show i mean I, I, I like that you i like that you mentioned the hr piece it would it would be good to see like what what is actually was there paperwork and there yeah. was there a reason is there a clause in their contract that says you cannot make these type of statements um i'm quite sure it was all about advertisers and money i'm absolutely quite sure Chris Maxwell says people always blaming production for everything. Just take accountability for your own actions. Make it make sense. The fuck? Um, yes. And the and the big I think the big piece of it, I mean, definitely what Chris Maxwell is saying too. And 
the same thing that pretty much Chef Don Don is saying is and Harold is that is that overall accountability. Well, I, I believe Mona called her directly. <laughs> I think too. And I mean, she could have told them behind the scenes, like I ain't apologizing for nothing. Yeah. And if you person say I'm not gonna apologize, I mean, yeah, Erica already had limited her comments on IG. So, um, you know, I'm just like, I don't know. I, I guess maybe You're never too late. Simply elegant one. Never too late. <laughs> Goddess M said production. Can't force you to say a racial slur, take accountability. Absolutely. And again, I I, I I I agree. Simply elegant one said, Hey y'all, I'm so late, boots. You ain't never late, boo. Not over here. Yeah. Um and I I, I love that Chef Don Don definitely highlights just the obviously the pattern. Yeah, we know Mona call. We know Mona call. <laughs> well, somebody had to call Mona, which was VH1. Well, that's, yeah, that's and so some people are like, well, is she only fired for this year? Is she gonna be fired for next year? It you know, they, is she you know, I do, don't know. Do, do they fire you just for one season and bring you back? I mean, I would think if she I mean I, yeah, I mean, because it's like you know, hell, how many times has Sheree been fired? Um, and brought back on, on Roa. Um, you, you know, it's is it is it like Amazon? If you get fired, you, yeah, you, can, you can get demoted and come on back. We'll let yeah, you as long as, as long as like you Amazon, get, you get fired and you can come yeah, back. Yeah, you can come on back as long as you can pass out with the drug test. Come on back to the to the, to the, uh, to Listen, the show. They don't stress you on the drug test no more. <laughs> I mean, I just I I, I you know. I, I say like this, when I saw a lot of black women defending it, I think that irked my soul because as much as black women have to go through, you're defending someone who, you know, clearly feels what she feels. She don't feel that just way about one person. She, she feel that way about black people in general. My thing is don't be in my culture, getting money off my culture. If you ain't really banging with us like that, I mean, that's all do, I'm saying. People do it all the time. Like as I'm, I'm with you, but they do it all. You know, but you can take you and your baby daddy and get y'all both off of love and hip hop. All I can say is I hope the two B checks is holding you down. Until <laughs> then, I see it coming. I do see that coming. <laughs> oh, you know she's gonna come back. It's gonna be one of them like Evelyn Lozada. You know, after you run across the table and <laughs> almost hit somebody with a bottle and then get into it with several people, you're gonna go to Iyanla and you're gonna pray and do a special and say you got your life back. It's it, it, it always they always find Jesus after a situation like this. Right, right. They need to ban her from all franchises and definitely not just ATL. I feel that she'll be posting a tearful apology within the next few weeks. Yep. Yes, Chris, they have been defending colorism. Uh, Simply Elegant One said, that's the part of that angers me the most. The black women I see defending, excusing, and justifying her is disheartening. It, it very much so is. Absolutely. Um, Harold says, but even with saying that, I think the network is going to wait for this to blow over. And this I hope not. Ship her right to MIA with Safari. Ugh. I hope not. Get him off TV too. His well, well, that 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 that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Get his goofy stuff off TV. I, mean, I was gonna say the same that. thing. Um, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I hope not. Yeah, that I think that would be bad for the entire franchise. I really do. I think yeah. it would be bad. Um, 
I mean, and if you let her back on, to be honest, you're just saying that, oh, you could say something now and then come back later and we we still good. You right. know, the reality is how many people are actually clamoring to really do love and hip hop? Not very many people. Yeah. Not nobody really cares about doing love and hip hop anymore. It's one right. of those things that is. Yeah. It's, you know, it's. I'm going to do make a viral video and still get the same effect of me sitting and you paying me bare minimum, maybe a thousand dollars or twelve hundred or two thousand dollars an episode. I mean, let's right. be clear. Right. Right. Uh, it ain't like they're paying like that. Simply Elegant One says, I mean, she really run around here trying to look like Lanitia Leaks and got the nerve to be, oh, Lord. Well, they all looking like they sharing the same face. Ass <laughs> Um, Erica has shown her true colors and time again, it won't, time again, and it ain't no need to paint her in a different light. It's true. Goddess M says, Love and Hip Hop Miami had a uh, white woman saying the N-word last uh, one season. Viacom ain't new to this. True. But let's talk facts. Erica disrespected Mona, too. Like, let's not forget. Uh, yeah. Just like Jocelyn. Yeah. But, you but, know, they, but, hey. they all, but they all disrespect Mona, though. Yeah, they all. They, they, they you all. said it. I didn't say it. Yeah. Not NeNe Jr. <laughs> y'all being messy. So like the um the housewife franchise all together, like you see how they're talking about kind of shaking up the cast now or like recasting. Like, what's your thought on that? I don't want Portia back, and I don't even understand why people want Portia back. And I'm gonna just tell y'all, y'all can go to hell with that. Um, I don't <laughs> want to see Portia, I don't want to see Simon. Um I just, I don't, I don't think that Portia is really going to do anything. Portia is saying she wants to be the highest paid across all platforms, which would knock Candy out of the running um, for that. And I don't think that will ever happen on God's green earth. So yeah, I love, I, you know, I, I, you know, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I definitely don't want Portia back. Um, I just don't think. I don't, I'm not gonna say that she didn't do anything for the franchise or she didn't do anything for the show, but I think that her leaving was good. Um, so I think that she should stay wherever she is. Um, I don't. I don't know necessarily what the talks are about. Um, what's her name? I don't know why I act like I forgot her name. Uh, was fighting with Candy. Um, the Ooh. funeral director. Oh, Phaedra. Phaedra's unmarried to medicine. So yeah, I know she's unmarried. That's not even medicine. something that's gonna be. In yeah. And <clears throat> Doctor Heavenly said they they made sure she clocked in and actually worked this season. So um, we already know that means it's gonna be it's gonna be messy over there, and I can't wait for that come come out November fifth. I just think Real Housewives of Atlanta. It might need a tweak, like Real Housewives of Miami. You keep a few core people. Yeah. Like, do you, you try to go to different direction and bring some other people in different areas that are not related to entertainment? Yeah. I think, and you can try to bring something different. Like, now, do you if think, they'll do that, I, I don't know. Like, people have talked about, you know, maybe, I, I guess, the possibility of them having more than six housewives. I don't think that that's good. What, like, what do you think about that? But what's six housewives with no story? That's my point. 
Um, and not just that, but I, I think that if they get six who actually have stories, like that's more than enough for an hour. Oh, Lord. Goddess M said it's bad enough we got to see Faker on American Medicine. He forced <laughs> off the show. Y'all worse than me. But see, look, <laughs> I, I was going to say that, but I, I, I have not really watched, I, I have not watched Married to Medicine since phaedra has been on there. So I, I, it, I it, she has not, it hasn't premiered. So oh. it actually won't premiere until this season. So okay. this so new season, she will actually be on there. So you can kind of see, you know, how it's going to mesh well. Uh, yeah. If she, I don't know. That's a, mm. I don't know. Uh, people sit down on Married to Medicine, and I believe I stand on it's one of the greatest Bravo shows has. It's the last organic show I think Bravo has. I think everything else is just oh, kind of trash. We'll have eight. I don't understand why it need eight. I just feel like if if everybody if everybody has a genuine storyline, like that's a lot to squeeze into an hour. And that's the problem. Because I mean, they'll say, oh, we starting off with X amount, and then they ends up, by the time they end up cutting it and chopping it down, it's not what they think it's going to be. Right. So I'm just like, I'm, I'm uh, so is Quad going to be on the new season? Yes, she is, along with Dr. G's new wife. Oh, the new wife? Yes, the new wife. So, <laughs> mm, um, all right. Yes, Miss Quad will be there. Don't do that. Because that that's one for start irritating me and, and messing with my spirit, chef. And you know, I don't, you know, I don't go up for quad like that. You know, I don't, I don't go up for quad like that. <laughs> you know, I don't really, I don't really bang with her like that. Um, it will be interesting to see if they will talk about the drowning incident at her house this past year with the, right. the young child. Right. That will even be brought up at all. Um, it probably, I think that happened after filming, so I don't believe that will be brought up. But. Yeah, I would have said it probably won't make it. I mean, even if they bring it up at some point, it probably won't make it into this season. Oh, you messy too. Not the one of the two, the new Mrs. G. Uh, <laughs> I might have to tune in. Yeah, you Listen. might have to tune in. Listen, I'm have y'all heard that Candace is allegedly moving to Atlanta? I saw some conversations about her joining ATL yesterday. Hmm. Yes, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that either. Yeah, I have to look into that. I haven't seen that. I have to look into that because I ain't seen that. Now, if Candace does, I think Candace will go down there for her music and acting because she's doing a lot of traveling back and forth, and it would make sense for her to move from Maryland to, I mean, she's doing, I think she almost dang near almost got a residence at City Winery down there, so I could see her doing that. Do you think she, you think she would be a good addition? That would, that would spice it up. I will say that. That would spice it up. Yes, and Dorothy does live in Atlanta. Her mama live in Atlanta, so I can see it. I can see it. Candace mouth is uh, mouth too reckless for Roa. She'll definitely get popped in this franchise. Yeah, yeah. I think Kenya would gather her. I don't. Yeah. I don't think. I think Kenya would team twirl would definitely gather her. Yeah. And see, and see, that's my thought. It's just the uh, too reckless. Too reckless. Yeah, I think. Do so we have anything not. else to talk about <laughs> besides that? 
Chef Donda acting a fool in our chat. <laughs> you, you, don't have, you don't have to come over here and act like you got sense when you over here because you you just you in there just getting everything all reckless and up. Oh, I guess we could talk about one last thing, which would yeah. be um Sabrina Peterson and the TI case. TI and Tiny against Sabrina do think, Peterson. Do you think they'll really get that kind of money? Like that's some that's bogus to me. Hell no, but they could be an asshole about it, like Cardi P is being Natasha K. That's, that's my life hell. That's more because so because they lost a lot. Yeah, think about it. They lost a family hustle. Absolutely, he lost the deal. I mean, they with, wasn't, they um, wasn't doing that no way. But, you know, remember yeah. the Ant the the, the Ant Man movie? He was in yeah. the Ant Man. He yeah. lost that Marvel contract because uh, he was going to be in several spinoffs of Ant Man. So, yeah. you know, I, I look for them to be petty enough to stick it to her. Yeah. I that's about all I see out of it is just them being petty. I don't think they're gonna get all of that. Um, yeah, I don't think they're gonna get all of that. I, oh my god, Chef Don Don, who the hell are you gonna run through hell? I know you ain't talking about Candace. Well, run her through hell. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're going to get the $165,000. It's two more charges that did not drop out of the other five or six that I believe dropped. I don't think that I think in the end they lawyers and their money is going to get them completely off and them other two going to drop and then they're just going to sue her for uh, down to her dirty draws. (laughs) You said the dirty draws. The dirty draws. (laughs) draws. I don't believe she's going to get anything out of that though. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't see that really going anywhere. I, I just think it's pointless. Just like let it go, like let it go and move on, and just just like let it, let it go. But I think it's the reputation, the money that they lost, deals they lost. I mean, I'm quite sure that there was a lot more deals that we didn't know about that they probably lost. Right. Um. So, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. And you mentioned you mentioned Cardi. I see she going after the wire transfers, baby. <laughs> I ain't involved. I ain't involved. All I know is that <laughs> all I know is that over here we will be operating in integrity. Listen. Okay. And we will not be getting sued by no damn body. Listen, listen, that part. Okay. Um, I don't know what they're doing over there, but I'm not involved. Yes, goddess. Okay. I agree. Well, apparently in Atlanta, he didn't well, let me shut up. Oh, he uh somebody be in my damn inbox. <laughs> <laughs> We've been on here almost an hour forty two minutes. Right. We do apologize for the late start tonight. Absolutely. We were here. I hope everybody enjoyed Michael Finkley. If you did not see the beginning of the episode, make sure y'all run that back. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe Absolutely. to the channel. Um, you can always email us topics it is scrolling around on the screen you can always donate to the channel make sure y'all push us out here in the algorithm uh, we do have a guest next week absolutely um we will go ahead and drop the thumbnail and the information at least by tomorrow i'll have all of that figured out drop down for y'all um and as far as that goes and is concerned, you got anything? You got anything? I, I do not I, have any concerns. Um, I really want to, I want to give a shout, you know, especially uh, to uh, Michael Finkley again. 
I just think that that was an amazing, I think it was an amazing conversation. Like it's really good to be able to highlight other people who are out here trying to do a lot of the same stuff, who are, who are doing the same stuff, who are excelling with it. I'm going to get you on the show, chef. Listen, chef. I keep telling him that I'm going to corner him up. Listen, Chef Don Don, we're gonna do the official thing. We're gonna we're gonna do it like we do everybody else. We're gonna send to your publicist and we we're we gonna get you. We're gonna send it to his email. He, he, he can answer it. He ain't a publicist yet. <laughs> See, you know, he ain't that. big time yet, you know. Because <laughs> he was messing with me about telling my business over his platform, so I'm gonna mess with him. Um, um no, I think I think that would absolutely be dope to have Chef Don Don on the platform. Yeah, we definitely could probably have you in next week to sit on us with us with the interview. Um, if you would like to, sir, I don't know how your schedule is looking because you know you be busy. Um, let me know what you can do. Um, definitely get him on and um, do that. We want y'all to have an amazing evening, an amazing <laughs> night. Um, enjoy yourselves. Don't be messy on my Twitter. James, tell Run me, back tell everybody where they can find you. Listen, please, everybody, hit me up. Uh, Instagram, I am authentically James. If you pull, hit that uh, bio link inside, that will link you to my link tree, and it has every link whatsoever that you can find me at. Uh, so hit me on the link tree. Uh, just go to my Instagram, authentically James. Okay, awesome. And y'all know where y'all can find me. Um, you know where I reside at most of the time, ninety nine point nine percent of the time. Um, I'm where your mama's at on uh, Facebook. Oh no, I'm I'm with the, I'm with the young I'm with the young mothers. I am on uh, Twitter at school underscore boing. Um, y'all can always find me on Instagram at uh, school underscore boy underscore twenty twenty one and at the end of the day, oh Lord, simply elegant. I gotta send you the information. Message me, simply elegant. Want to get that? Chef, I'm not. Mm, I rebuke it right now because you because see, you messy. Um, <laughs> y'all check me out on the social media platforms. Engage, 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 engage with me on Twitter. I do get an ad revenue check. So I'll be over there on school uh, on on Twitter a lot, flirting with the young mothers and um, yo baby mama. I might be flirting with her over there too. Um, and for the temporary time being, I'm almost banned. I'm almost banned on TikTok. Um, I'm still over there for the moment. So y'all hit the link in the, in the in my bio. What you mean almost banned? I'm almost banned. I don't even know how that. I just, I'm almost banned. Don't ask me why I'm almost banned over there. You I'm to understand that. that is not for me over there. I'm oh, I'm this close. I got, got one more violation and I'm out. I'm banned. We got So y'all follow me while I can over there and 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 until then, see me on Twitter. Please don't listen to anything Chef Don Don saying on Twitter about me because it's slander, and I don't agree with it. Okay. <laughs> We got to discuss that. Okay. I don't agree with it. It's it's slander. But y'all have a great memorial. What is this? Memorial Labor Day. Oh, Lord. Is, listen. It's you Labor Day weekend. 
You done went back. Oh, all this Labor Day done put it in there. You back to Memorial Day. I'm back to my oh Lord Jesus, and I ain't even drink that much. Y'all have a good <laughs> evening. <laughs> y'all enjoy this. Glad, hope y'all enjoyed this show. I can't and run it back and share, like, and subscribe.